Let's go. What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, another episode. Come yes, on with the sir. backdrop. <laughs> Of the Black Man Will podcast. Um, of course, we got another one. Um, I'm excited for this one, man. Uh, in pure nature, I'm always excited for my interviews because I feel like each interview that I do, they get better and better and better each time. And I'm just grateful for the people that do come on and grateful to them just reaching back out to me. You feel what I'm saying? You know, because I be like, and extend the hand. I be like, you know what I'm saying? And they be like, oh, no problem. I be like, thank you, Jesus. So reach out and touch somebody. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and listen, again, some of you may know the person's voice. Some may don't. But in, in true Black Men Win podcast fashion, as, as first question, we're going to let the, the actual guest, uh, the interviewee, introduce themselves. So go ahead, my brother. Introduce yourself. What up, doe? It is me, Cecil B. Psych. <laughs> okay, you know I play all day, but oh, um, my name is Cecil. Um, born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. Yes, sir. Not- three one three in the three three. You know about me, yes, hey, sir. But yeah, I'm from um, from Detroit. I met you at Grand Valley. Man. I'm a graduate of Grand Valley. Um, I now live in New York City. And yeah, I'm just a black man out here trying to live my life accordingly and, you know, make sure I'm connecting with black folks, getting black folks to the places they want to be while I'm still trying to lift and climb myself. Um, You know, I'm a plant dad. So shout out to my little plant right here. Listen, dog, dad, all all of the things. Cecil Cecil B (laughs) is literally he's a plug. You understand what I'm saying? He is literally a plug. I think he's he's been like that since I've known him in college. Real talk. Like, I get it from my mama. He's he's just been a plug. You understand what I'm saying? He's just a plug to everything. You feel what I'm saying? If you need something, Cecil, you know what I'm saying? Like and 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 I don't I don't want to give it out. You feel what I'm saying? But he he does work for a very, 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 very wealthy company you feel what i'm saying and is that what we call them these days uh, listen i'm just saying with y'all changing names and everything you know what i'm saying y'all out here you hilarious y'all out here you know what i'm saying cecil cecil is one of those black men that you really gotta connect with because this cecil is one of those cecil is one of those people that he's 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 there and you gotta get him but when he's not there, he's not there. You understand what I'm saying? Like you have to get him when he get because everybody needs Cecil B. And you find it, you find his influence not not just around the corporate space, but just in the social space as well. You see his influence just around people. People want to be around Cecil B. You understand what I'm saying? I've told him so many times. I said it's time for you to start this this brand of your like it's it's what what are we doing it's time Listen, you understand what i'm saying it's time it's time and so i'm i'm so excited to have him on the podcast and this is for you bro to just give you your flowers and just say thank you for being a black man who wins continuously every day you feel what i'm saying so congratulations to you and everything that you do let's give him a half clap of praise you know what i'm saying let's go all right cecil we got some things to talk about you understand what, what i'm saying though? So going into my second question, it's, it's 2022, right? We're in 2022. Things are getting a little better when it comes to black men, right? Um, a little bit slowly but surely. And I want to know this. Uh-huh. When we talk about, 
and, and I call them the five areas of the black male Ferris wheel, right? The black, these feelings that these areas that we, we, we sort of, some we tapped into more, some we don't tap into at all. And I want to get your thoughts on these spiritually. When we talk about, you know, black men tapping into their spiritual, their mental, their emotional, their financial and their physical. Do we tap into, you know, some more than others? Do we need to tap into each each one a little bit um, as we go? And if we don't tap into any of those, why don't you think we tap into them at all? Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> loaded, loaded, loaded question. So I am in a book club mm-hmm. and we are reading this book called B-Boy Blues. And B-Boy Blues. I'll write that down. Something about it is it, sh- it struck me because I feel like black, black men, we don't get a chance to exist as children. Mm. Right? Like um, we are so we are basically engineered to be machines in a sort. So when you are bringing a child up to be a machine, they lack emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. They lack financial intelligence. Mm -hmm. They lack spiritual intelligence. Um, And I feel like we are robbed of that at times because everybody's so focused on us becoming men, but masculine men and the way to protect not only themselves, but other people. Right. Um, so I think the where where we are today is that men are tapping more into their emotional side. They're mm-hmm. tapping into like their more spiritual side. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. you think about all the years it has taken to get there, we're missing out. So well, if we are, I was going to ask you that. I was going to ask you that. Yep. Yeah. So so we miss out, right? right? Because you know our mothers are trying to protect us from joining gangs. Yep. Um, yep. Our you know. Now we have to protect our our little sisters as we should. Then it's right. like, oh, I am feeling something. Something happened to me today. But in order to be a man, I don't need you to show your emotions. Suck it up. Right. Don't cry. Right. And then it goes into like, oh, okay, I want you to be a man, but I want you to be the man that I intend for you to be. Mm. So when you think about like black men and the way that we're brought up. We really don't grow until we gain our own consciousness. Right. And by the time we gain that, is it too late? It's never too I was, late. Oh, I was about to ask you that because I'm like, oh, it's, is it too late? It's it's never too late. Right. Um, right. But it's it's catching up. And since we are behind mm-hmm. most of the people who identify as women, mm-hmm. it impacts everything around us. The way that people raise their children, the way that you show up and know how to be when you're going through like your adulthood, Mm -hmm. when you Mm -hmm. enter the workforce and you don't know how to say, oh, I need help. So you suffer in silence. Like it impacts so much because we don't get a chance to experience what it means to just be a human being as a child. Right. Wow. So to answer that question. Have we moved? Have we moved and have we increased? Yes, but we still have a lot of work to, to do, do. Right. Yes, um, I think back to even my mom, and I was telling her, like, you know, we can you cuss on this podcast? Because I, you know, I'm a cusser. Yes, go ahead. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. you know, growing up, my, <laughs> my mom is a, um, an advocate of ass whooping. Oh, ab- right? oh, yeah, absolutely. Ass whooping galore. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is an example of like you don't learn things or your consciousness like broadens once you get older because I thought that was the appropriate way 
for to, to have people listen to you or to respect you. Right, right. But now that I'm a little bit older and I'm a little bit more like experienced with life, I'm thinking those whoopings meant nothing. <laughs> you know, like yeah. they absolutely meant nothing. Yeah. And I didn't learn anything because I'm naturally a rebel. So mom used to hit me. I used to laugh, you know, like which would pick her <laughs> off even more. And sometimes it hurt. But I was telling her, oh. it's like, if you are and I don't raise kids. Mm. I don't have kids. The closest thing to, to a child that I have is my dog. Right. But even then, it's like, if I need you to listen to me and I need you to grow, I don't need to chastise you. I don't need to beat you. Right. What I do need to do is like have a conversation for you to understand the implications of the shit that you're doing that's wrong. Right. And I need to ask you, like, what is happening for you, you know, to feel this way or do these type of things. And my mom just wasn't like. She wasn't trying to hear that. She wasn't trying to hear it. (laughs) And it's like, hey, I just want you to know you would have done things differently as a child. I probably would I be different. I don't know. But I've always been in my own little zone. So it's just like we got to change the way that we raise our black men. That's true. The way that we invest in them because we need so much more because the women are ahead of us. People who identify as women or are born, you know, born as such. Right. They're ahead of us because they're already nurtured and fed the emotional and that emotional intellect, that spiritual intellect, just as, you know, as a culture. But we don't get that because we're trying to be we're we're being raised to be machines and to be to be armor, which all those things are necessary. Be the protector, right? The protector. But the protector has feelings. The protector protector has has feelings. Yes. And and it's okay. Yeah. And I think it's okay to to acknowledge that. Why does I've always asked why do I understand where 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 women come from when it when it comes to black men and how they treat them. I I was raised by a single mother who I I saw black men black men treat her filthy. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And her and her treat them with the utmost love and respect, cooking for them and shit. I almost stabbed my stepdad. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Because you wanted to cuss out my mama. I, I didn't tolerate that. Right. I almost stabbed him. You know? Right. And it was like, she was like, no, 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 no. But at that, at, that, at that moment, I said, I never wanted to be a man like that. Never. Mm. Right? Now, I'm not saying I haven't been. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm definitely not perfect. But in a sense, I've always advocated for black men expressing their emotions. I've, and I've always seen, and this has been a pattern black women getting tense when emotions are expressed by said protector, right? Because they know all is all for black men is protect. And most of the time to all the time, black men are going to do just that protect. And as you said, it hasn't, it hasn't been until this era where we're actually kind of bringing the the protector shield down just a little bit yeah. and allowing our emotions to feel. Yeah. And so in the, in the, oh, fe- in the feeling and the expression that we have to grow outside of like anger. Yes. yes. It's okay for you to be angry and yeah. put your chest in. Right. You know, as a little kid, I used to be like, <sighs> yeah, people used to love that. Like, Oh, look at him getting angry. Like, Oh, he going to get mad. And it was encouraged. Like, right. Right. Do your mad face, do your mad face, do your mad face. 
But then when it's the opposite, mm-hmm. it's no, you don't do that. Right. So when you grow up as a man, the emotion that you feel most comfortable with is anger yes. or to be upset right. because it goes back to the protection, not only the protection for you, but the protection of me. Exactly. So the more that I puff my chest up and the more angry I fear, hopefully those who are less of a person or a man than I am will fall away. Right. So we got to we got to let our men feel feel the motions and it's okay, Right. And and, and you know what? In a a, uh, past interview, shout out to Darius. um, We talked about how anger is like one of the things we have to work on as black men. Right. Like we internally as black people, we angry, but as black men, particularly, we got to we got to work on it. You understand what I'm saying? Because we all as happy and as at peace as many of us want to be or are, there is still an underbelly of anger. Every time you see a black man dying at the hands of anything. Right. Right. That can be police brutality most of the time, mm-hmm. or that can be just be black on black, man on man, just killing each other, just just to kill, right? And it's just like, <laughs> why? Yeah. And and yeah. I don't know if it's just me, but it's just like they're getting younger and younger, Cecil. Yeah, but it it just goes back to um, it's important to Jeez. just make sure that we have homes where a man is solid and whatever that means to him. Um, But like a lot of us don't get the opportunity to experience that, that two person family hold. You're right. Right. That's right. Um, And I can only think back to my father, right. Right. Who in my image will always in my vision is an angry man. Cause my dad was physically abusive to my mom. Right. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about this, it's like, you know how to show anger. Right. And you know how to let that anger manipulate you into whatever right. it is. But on the opposite side, when a person that you love needs true love yes. or empathy or to be, you know, nurtured, to be wanted, to be felt. Right. You fell into that department. You don't know right? how to do that. Exactly. You don't know how to do that. So it's just all about like, you know, even growing up, if I give you a hug, people are like, hey, bro, what like, is that? <laughs> like, and I would be conscious right. of that because right. like, oh, it doesn't right. mean that you are gay because I want to give you a hug. Because exactly. at this point, I don't exactly. give a damn. Exactly. I don't care if you're gay, exactly. straight, whatever. Exactly. If I meet you, exactly. there's going to be some type there, of embrace. There I needs know you to be need embrace. It. Exactly. Hello. I know you need it. I know you need it. And you know what? That goes into our third question of generational curses or like i like to call them now generational patterns what which ones do you see like those right in in terms even even as an example of what you just said where back in the day we we didn't oh it's a dap up like oh we didn't and now we're so ready to embrace because we need that embrace you understand what i'm saying so what are some generational patterns that you have seen that has kind of stopped our progression right even even in that even in that example that you just gave i mean i just think the whole idea of masculinity is changing masculinity is a a, a, is a curse within itself right right like men now are just more open to being whatever they define as being a man right and and what that means so me giving you a hug doesn't mean 
you know, you got a little sugar in your tank for the layman's terms. Right. Like right. me telling you that, oh, for the longest, I don't recall until recently my dad telling me that he loved me. Right. right. Wow. Right. And you think about all of these things that has to do with like masculinity. Mm-hmm. But now we see men being more embracing. We see men being more open. We see men being more expressive when it comes to the way that we dress. I remember when I was wearing skinny jeans in college, like, and before college, it was, why you got them tight ass pants on, right? Um, To now, the people that inflicted that same, like, oh, you gay, which, you know. Are the ones that are now embracing the culture. Are embracing the culture because you understand that your outer, your outer appearance has nothing to do with your sexual identity and Mm. masculinity is changing it's just like people are owning that in their own right Mm. and i love that so if you ask me what's the biggest thing when like because let's be honest you 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 were a pioneer in that in 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 sort of a way right in grand valley how did you feel i mean the shift happened right yeah because everybody was talking shit about him. Let's just keep it. Let's just keep that. Yeah, everybody was talking shit about this. Uh, right. About the skinny jeans. But I seen the skinny jeans as like a hmm. Like if you got like a slim fit, I was like, I can't do too skinny. But if I'm right. like, if I can do a slim fit, that works. Right. Right. And I saw the fashion in it. You understand what I'm saying? It was like, because right. I'm I'm looking at y'all with the skinny jeans and I'm like, damn. Or the, like the, 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 you know, the blazer with the pants or something like that right and it was like people would let's let's keep this a being people they flame you they f- clowning you get flaming you are getting flamed when you're coming with the floods you understand what right. i'm saying like if, right. you, if you flooded even a little bit people were flaming you but little by little year by year it just started to ch- and look where we are now we flooding to the damn knees at this point Listen, I make fun of my brothers, my brothers <laughs> people, and I go home these days, and my brother's pants are tighter than mine have ever been, right? <laughs> so, so it's like I think it's so important if you, if you, and I mean that, and I love my brother that, right? My brother called me, he always called me little Kirk Franklin in a sense, like I'm trying dead. to make fun of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I go home, I'm like, damn, bro, your pants tighter. You bro, need to ain't, ain't that wild? It's loosen it up. It's crazy. Um, but I think with me, I have always walked in in my own in my own right and my own lane. Right. 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 Because like I'm a roaster mm-hmm. in my in my layman sense. So I know if I'm gonna roast you, I gotta be comfortable in and wherever exactly, I bring to the table. Exactly. Exactly. If I get roasted. But most importantly, beyond that, to take a little deeper, I've always been comfortable and confident of who I've been and how I've shown up. Right. And that's, so, yeah, that's facts. As long so as I've question, known you, facts. Yeah. So the question of like, if people said something, people have been saying stuff about me since I was a kid. Right. right. So I just created my own, again, armor, mm-hmm. protection style, which ended up being who I am is that like, hey, I'm going to do what I want to do it. And when I want to do it. You've always had a. You've always had a fearless. It's always been as long as since I've known you since college, just like seeing you be the president of this, be on this board, be on that board, be here, be there. I never seen your 
whatever I didn't like. Whatever you got going on, I never seen what that fucking was. I, I always seen you for the professional that you were. You understand what I'm saying? Like you were killing it in the perfect. I was like, how is this nigga? We always wondered, like, how is this nigga killing it in every fucking sector? Like, I'm just like, I had, Jesus. and this goes, this goes back to upbringing. And as a kid, mm-hmm. I've always been the responsible one, right? right. Like, um, are you the you the oldest, right? No, I'm the middle child. Really. And my mom raised her brother's two children. So I'm still the middle gotcha. child. Okay. Um, but ever since I was a kid, people have always put like, oh, you're the responsible one. Or mm-hmm. you're going to be the one to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, like if other bad kids are doing bad shit, oh, I know Cecil wasn't a part of that. Right. So right. as a kid, I built this mentality of like, I have to be the good one. Mm-hmm. I can't do the shit. That, that y'all do. Right. <laughs> right, right. Because like everybody put this pressure on me mm. that I was the responsible one. And I it wasn't that. until I, feel that. I was in like during the pandemic mm-hmm. and it fucked with me for the simple fact I realized I wasn't enjoying my life to its full extent because I was so worried about being the responsible one right or being the person that people looked up to right which sounds good to a lot of people like what are you complaining about it's not a complaint but it's a reflection yes. that there are just a lot of things that i didn't allow myself to do because i was worried about how other people saw me and right. i put other people's thoughts into me and it kind of made me in a robot in a sense you know even when i think back to college i like you know Y'all and people in BSU, I'm 21. Like, no, I can't buy you no drinks because you ain't 21 yet. Who the fuck am, am I? You know? <laughs> or even when it comes to like dating in college, like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't like you. Like, you and my org. I'm the president. What I look like mm-hmm. dating somebody that looks up to me. Like, it's just right. all these little nuances that it didn't take me until I'm 27 to realize I'm proud of those things, but there's just so much of my life that I possibly lost out on because I was so busy being responsible, not understanding that I can be responsible and still live my life. Right. 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 I fully stepped into recently and doing what I want to do and still being able to be successful. And yeah, it's a, it's a crazy, it's a crazy paradigm. My mom would say like, well, you know, Parents know their children, so they mm-hmm. always know it's going to be that one. And I said, I get that. But what we don't really pay attention to, it goes back to, again, upbringing, how, like, your words and the things that you pour into children exactly. will create them into a being that they weren't intended to be, right? right? Like, right. your right. words as a parent right. will carry right. over, right. and this person will grow into an adult. And at one point, you would think, like, who am I really? Exactly. Like, and you have to take that self-reflection. Yeah. And I'm a big self-reflector, which I call right. myself like Iyala Van Zant in a sense. You, know <laughs> you gotta saying? be. You sort of have to be. You you, you know? have to be. If if you want this shit yeah. to work, you gotta be Iyala Van Zant. You have to. Yes. You have to self-reflect. And I did a lot of self-reflection during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And the pandemic was great for me because I'm kind of an introvert. Same. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really like people like that. Like, <laughs> 
You know, I'm a fake extrovert. You know, when I'm out, you don't think like, oh, okay, Caesar. Facts, man. Facts. That's right. I really don't be wanting to talk to nobody. Mm -mm. Um, But like being at home really made me just think like, damn. I've lived a good life, but I have I fully lived my life to the way that I wanted. Yeah, you, you know? wanted to, yeah. To the point where on Facebook, my siblings cuss and they statuses, oh, fuck you, this, you know, suck that, uh, 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 this, right? But I can't cuss. <laughs> Soon as I cuss That's all right, on all right. Facebook, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just those little nuances of like, you have to... Once you gain your full consciousness or whatever of who you are as an adult, you really got to think about, like, what are the things that you want out of life? Who do you want to be? Who do you want to portray? And step fully into that. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Come on, Cecil. Okay. Come on, Cecil. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Listen, we just, we, listen, you got to, I always, I want authenticity with, with everything, right? Yeah. And... It's like when you when you start to self reflect and it was when you start to get into that motion of okay, am I living for everybody else or am I living for me? And once yeah. I got to the point where I was living for me, ooh, people didn't like that. No, people never like it. People didn't like that, and it, people didn't like it. People didn't know what that looked like, and I'm like, you don't gotta know. You don't, you gotta, don't know. gotta know what it looked like for me because it's for me right you understand what i'm saying and what's yeah. for you will be for you right i'm not here to betray nobody else i'm gonna betray Thank me you. now if you like that that's cool if you don't like that it's even better that's fine Stick, keep it to the side you feel me but okay. i'm gonna I'm, I'm keep doing what i'm doing and so i guess that goes into our fourth question like as as black men because we 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 have to as as individuals and as a community we have to do better right and i think mm-hmm. because i'm seeing another uh, uh another baby boom that's happening you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. um and we as black men have to definitely be better for the next generations our nieces our nephews our kids you feel what i'm saying so what do we need to do cecil how what 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 can we do how can we be better for the next generation because now we're we're the ones that's growing up, right? We're we're getting right. into our thirties. You understand what I'm saying? We're getting it's there. September is right around the corner. Yeah, okay. Listen, I know it's coming. You feel what I'm saying? I know it's coming. It's right. right around the corner, bro. We right there. Like for some of us, it's a year. For some of us, it's right there. For some of us, it's two years. But as I continue to grow up, as not, and, and as, as I continue to just grow in myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We ain't in college no more, right? We're now the uncles and the aunties and the uh, okay. uh, the godfathers and the godmothers, and we're we're taking on more responsibility. And I'm finding that for some of us, it's it's new because I know it was new for me. I'm I'm just <laughs> not I'm just gonna be real for that, right? It was new for me taking on that type of responsibility because now. I'm growing up. And the fact that you find response, you find the need and the want to give me the responsibility is like, whoa, what? For real? That's mm-hmm. that's deep and that's real. So how can we as black men be better in that sense of being um being better for the next generation? Um I th- this is so cliche, but you gotta be better for yourself. Right. Right. First. Like, mm-hmm. You have to self-reflect. <clears throat> you have to understand 
the things that you've learned about yourself, some of that may need unlearning right. for you to be right. exactly who you are meant to be. Right. Because if you continue on with everything that you've been taught and learned um, about yourself, you just teaching other people how to be fucked up. Right. <laughs> okay. That's so, so, you know, like, fact. how are you to parent me if you're not even full, like full and whole into who you are? Right. So it's important that we reflect. It's important that we unlearn the things that aren't like hell aren't good for us. Mm-hmm. It's important that we see like what our pains are, what our glories are and step into them. Right. It's important that we understand that it's okay to say like, Oh yeah, I messed up. Like once oh, we do those yes. things, which we should be doing now. Yes. And for those of you who want to be parents, take me out of that re- equation. Cause I don't want to, <laughs> but best, even with my nephews and my nieces, I try to not do the things that I've been taught or learned and trying to do it a different way. Mm-hmm. I love Monique. Right. And my, Monique said like, I'm fighting for the little girls and boys that aren't here yet. Right. Right. And in order to fight for the little boys and girls that aren't here yet, you got to make sure that your shit is together. Oh, facts. Say that. And truly together. You know, like, I mean, truly together. And it doesn't have anything to do with finances, but it's all to do with, like, the mentality and the spirituality of, of you. Right. Right. Just getting those in tune. It, once you get those two things in tune, everything else will fall into place. And, and our future will be better. Boom. So we, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta work on ourselves first. We got a lot of broken people teaching unbroken shit that's created unbroken children that's passing it down to their broken children. Like it's just broken, 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 broken. Everybody's broken, and the and the pattern continues. Drop a bomb for that. Let's drop a bomb for that one. That was lit. Okay. That's why you got to make sure you you be clear who you take advice from. Mm-hmm. Because it's a lot of broken people out here giving advice, and it's like, but baby, we are broken. What do we? You, you know, know what I'm we got everybody's we broken in their own dynamic. You know what? Exactly. For like some of the pieces together. Yes. You know, you how am I out sure. here talking to you about financial responsibility, and I'm out here broke as fuck in debt? Like, <laughs> I can't do that. You know, like, like that. That just don't make sense. Now I can see if it's a conversation of and like encouraging people to aspire to do right. X Y Z, right. but you can't be out here preaching a talk that you're not even walking in. Hey, so it's important hey. to just mm. step into what you are doing, what you are working on, and allow that to set people in a direction of like freedom and progress. Wow! Drop a bomb for that again. Wow. Okay, see, so you dropping some gems right now? All right, bro. <laughs> You play entirely too much. Okay, bro. You dropping some jabs. Listen, last question, bro. When you when you when you hear the phrase "black men win," when you hear that, what does that mean to you? Oh, I love black men. Like black men win is, I think is is literally the like the DNA of, I would say the vibe. Yeah, you know, like it's the <laughs> it's the DNA, like. Black men win once black men fully step into their winning power and not allowing like the the craziness of the world, the 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 negativity of the world to impact who we are. I think 
like we're winning, Mm -hmm. but I'm talking about winning to like the 110th power. Mm -hmm. Um, Black men winning is everything. Like it is who you are as a person, who you show up, what you're teaching people to be. It's you step into your own power, into your destiny, Mm -hmm. owning who you are as a being, owning and defining your masculinity. It's all those things. Right. Like just be the best you. That you can be. That you can be. We have and created in the vibe that you, you know, you want it to be. Listen, we have one of our interviewees said, when black men win is when black men win. Yeah, it's when black mm. men win. Like the winning is already there, but you gotta step into the winning and own it though. Yes. You know own that like winning, a, bro. The people like, you know, people will win, but don't step into the winning or the the uh, what is it called? Let me tell you something. The impact of winning. Like we want to keep our wins and we want to be subtle about it. Like step into the shit and teach other people how to win. Let me tell you something. When I fully stepped into my winning mode, like for real, is when I started really understanding my blessings. You understand what I'm saying? Past mm-hmm. and present. Really understanding them. I was like, wow. Cause it's yeah. just not because when you realize it's not about yourself. Right. It's just not about you. It's about a community of people around you. Then yeah. you start to understand, like, okay, we're doing this for a bigger purpose. So literally purpose. when black men win, it's when black men win. So I want to thank Cecil. Uh I know Cecil don't like people like that, you know what I'm saying? But he love I do love I do I love people. He love people. He just don't like to be around people like that. You understand? For long what I'm periods of time. For long periods of time. You understand what I'm saying? But right. do you want them to give you, you do you want them to follow you on social media and stuff oh, like that? Do you want to give them course. social media? Okay, okay, I just want to back you know, I'm trying to step into my winning. Right? Okay, right, 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 right. So give me your social media handle and everything like that okay. so they can follow you, Cecil B. It and that's 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 what it is. That's it's what it is. <laughs> it is. No, it is I only like that. I only operate on Instagram. You can't find me on nowhere else. You can find me on Twitter, but the Twitter is like it's me, Cecil B. But I don't be posting on there. Okay. For real. So that was Valley Days when he, you know. He's only on Instagram, guys. So follow him on Instagram. We'll have the, the the link in the description. Again, Cecil, thank you for coming through. Uh thank, thank you to everybody that listens to the podcast and has listened to this episode. Um, this will actually be a part of our Black History Month. So this will be out. Usually we don't have um three episodes for the month. Uh we usually do like two uh uh every two a month. But but since this is Black History Month, I'm just dropping. We just gonna drop this, okay? Drop it. So we gonna we gonna drop it for the people because the people gonna want it. You understand okay. what I'm saying? So we appreciate you for coming on, Cecil. Again, thank you so much. Round of applause for you. You feel me? Go ahead, give it to him, guys. Yes, you feel me. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, follow the podcast um, on Instagram, BMW Podcast with an underscore. You feel what I'm saying? So underscore BMW Podcast on Instagram, Black Men Win Podcast on Facebook. You can also follow my network page on Twitter and on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribers are going up. Views are going up. I'm loving it. You feel them? You feel what I'm saying? I'm loving that. I'm loving it. So please subscribe. Please follow THC Media underscore on uh, Twitter. THC Media Network on both. So you can just find us with that. We'll have all the links in the description box when the episode drops. All right. Love you guys. This has been another episode. And we out. Thank you, Cecil.